Hello, and welcome to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I am your host, Mr. Miller. This podcast will cover a number of topics that happened on this date in history. Please visit the podcast webpage at thishappentoday.buzzsprout.com. There you can download the notes page, which will help you organize the information, as well as develop your own ideas on how these events change the world around us. If you're interested in hearing more, please consider subscribing so you will not miss out on what happens tomorrow in history. Today is June 8th. In 1972, the U.S. Navy began its development of sea-launched cruise missiles. The Tomahawk was designed to fly at subsonic speed while maintaining a low altitude, making it difficult to detect on radar. It uses tailored guidance systems to maneuver while at such low elevation. In 2016, the Navy requested $434 million to start modifying the 245 TLAMS for anti-ship missions, making them capable of hitting enemy ships up to 1,000 nautical miles away within the next decade. This plan would call for modifications to missiles currently on the Ticonderoga Guided Missile Cruisers, Arleigh Burke class guided missile destroyers, the Navy's attack submarine fleet, and the four Ohio class guided nuclear missile submarines. This program, if funded, will continue the Navy's life extension program for the Tomahawk missiles. Tomahawks can be launched from over 140 U.S. Navy ships and submarines, including four converted Ohio-class submarines, as well as astute Swiftsure and Trogelfar submarines of the Royal Navy. The Tomahawk was first used by the United States in combat during Operation Desert Storm in 1991, and the United States began selling them to the U.K. in 1995. On April 6 of 2017, the United States fired dozens of Tomahawk missiles in response to a Syrian mil- military chemical attack on the rebel-held city of Khan Shikun. The Navy destroyers USS Porter and USS Ross launched a total of 59 Tomahawks against Sharat Air Base to destroy the Syrian forces that allegedly carried out the attack. Since its creation, numerous variants of the Tomahawk have been produced. The Block 1 versions, including Tomahawk Land Attack Nu missile nuclear and the tomahawk anti-ship missile block two variants include the tlamc designated to attack hardened targets and the tlamd designated to attack soft targets such as aircraft and troop concentrations block three updates included new electronics allowing for coordinated attacks block four missiles the most modern version are capable of loitering in flight for hours and possess a two-way data link designed for receiving updated mission information of course corrections and in 1978, Naomi James broke the solo round-the-world sailing record by two days. Her 53-foot yacht, Express Crusader, crossed the finish line in Dartmouth at 9.11 British Standard Time all after almost nine months at sea. The 29-year-old also became the first woman to sail solo around the globe via Cape Horn, which is a classic clipper route. A huge crowd of well-wishers and a Royal Marines band welcomed the New Zealand-born Devonshire sailor home after her 27,000 mile or 43,000 kilometer journey. Mrs. James looked fit and relaxed as she slept, stepped onto British soil for the first time in 272 days to be greeted by her husband Rob. But she had to endure weeks without radio, the fail of her rigging during gales in the southern ocean and her boat capsizing. The record-breaking yachtswoman admitted she had thought about giving up in her attempt when she lost her mast. In my mind, was the thought, how can you go around the horn with a ship that's not seaworthy? So I thought about turning back, she said. Mrs. James said she was always planning, already planning to take part in a single-handed transatlantic race, but was looking forward to a bath and a sleep first. For the past 10 days since the Azores, it's been murderous, she said. 
1968, James Earl Ray was an escaped American convict and was arrested in London, England and charged with the assassination of African-American civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. On April 4th of 1968 in Memphis, King was fatally wounded by a sniper's bullet while standing on a balcony outside his second-story room at the Motel Lorraine. That evening, a Remington 30-06 hunting rifle was found on the sidewalk beside a rooming house one block from the Lorraine Motel. During the next several weeks, the rifle, eyewitness reports, and fingerprints on the weapon all impl implicated a single suspect, an escaped convict, James Earl Ray. A two-bit criminal, Ray escaped Missouri prison in April of 1967 while searching a, serving a sentence for a holdup. In May of 68, a massive manhunt for Ray began. The FBI eventually determined that he had obtained a Canadian passport under a false identity, which at the time was relatively easy. On June 8th, Scotland Yard investigators arrested Ray at a London airport. He was trying to fly to Belgium with the eventual goal he later admitted of reaching Rhodesia. Rhodesia, now called Zimbabwe, was at the time ruled by an oppressive and internationally condemned white minority government. Extradited to the United States, Ray stood before a Memphis judge in March of 1969 and pleaded guilty to King's murder in order to avoid the electric chair. He was sentenced to 99 years in prison. Three days later, he attempted to withdraw his guilty plea, claiming he was an innocent of King's assassination and had been set up as a patsy in a larger conspiracy. He, can, he claimed that in 1967, a mysterious man named Raoul had approached him and recruited him into a gun-running enterprise. On April 4th of 1968, however, he realized that he was to be the fall guy for the King assassination and fled for Canada. Ray's motion was denied, as well as dozens of other requests for his trial during the next 29 years. During the 1990s, the widow and children of Martin Luther King Jr. spoke publicly in support of Ray and his claims, calling him innocent and speculating about an assassination conspiracy involving the U.S. government and military. U.S. authorities were conspiracists' minds implicated circumstantially. FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover obsessed over King, who he thought was under communist influence. For the last six years of his life, King underwent constant wiretapping and harassment by the FBI. Before his death, Dr. King was also monitored by the U.S. military intelligence, who may have been called to watch over King as he publicly denounced the Vietnam War in 1967. Furthermore, by calling the radical economic reforms in 1968, including guaranteed annual incomes for all, King was making a few new friends in the Cold War-era U.S. government. Over the years, the assassination has been re-examined by the House Select Committee on Assassinations, the Shelby County, Tennessee District Attorney's Office, and three times by the U.S. Justice Department. All of these investigations have ended with the same conclusion. James Earl Ray killed Martin Luther King Jr. The House Committee acknowledged that at a low-level conspiracy might have existed involving one or more accomplices to Ray, but uncovered no evidence to definitely prove his theory. In addition to the mountain of evidence against him, such as fingerprints on the murder weapon and admitted presence in the rooming house on April 4th, Ray had, an indefinite, had a definite motive in assassinating King. Hatred. According to his family and friends, he was an outspoken racist who told them of his intent to kill Ray, R King, but Ray died in 1998. You have been listening to the This Happened Today in History podcast. I thank you for listening, and I hope that you have enjoyed learning about historical events from the past. Thank you to the following websites for their information regarding today's topics. ThePeopleHistory.com Cruise Missiles at MissileThreat.CSIS.org Naomi James at News.BBC.CO.UK And James Earl Ray Arrested at History.com the music used as the background track for this podcast is Americana, created by Kevin McLeod on Incompetech.com. 
If you enjoyed this information and would like to hear more, please consider subscribing as this will keep the historical events in your feed in the morning for each day. I hope you have a great day.